1: And may the works this day be of the highest good for all present and those listening, so
0: mote it be. The circle is cast. A ritual is the enactment of a myth, and by participating in the ritual, you are participating in the myth. Welcome to Ritual Construction, the 105th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of Joseph Campbell. Yes, that one. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at VelocityRose.com. You may call me Ode.
2: You can call me Earth-Vader. And Ode, I am your father.
0: So, All huh? then. Just
2: once more.
1: Merry meet. My name is Gwynn, not Earth Vader's Padme. <laughs> <laughs> so I like Joseph Campbell. You always yes, that Just, one. Well. <laughs> Joseph
0: Campbell did some good work.
1: And then the rest of it?
0: And then the
2: rest <laughs> of it. Joseph
0: Campbell has a lot to answer for. And a lot of people have a lot to answer for with the... Misapplication of Joseph Campbell's word also.
2: Do you want me to like <laughs> yes, hear yes, this yes, stuff? Yes, yes. okay.
0: Housekeeping. <laughs> We've
1: had this discussion before. <laughs> yep.
2: so. We have three, count them three new hunters. Ooh. They are Jeremiah Keel, Haley Finley, and Megara. And we have one new leopard, Robin Archer.
1: <laughs> so welcome to our new hunters and, and our, our new leopard. leopard.
0: <laughs> yes. We haven't finished the housekeeping, so let's finish up.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, Housekeep- the rest of the housekeeping. Uh What
0: are you doing tomorrow?
2: So, Sundays at 2 p.m., we do a Zoom call, and you can find the links for that on the Discord and both the Facebook page and Facebook group, and we have absolutely no plans to talk about anything. We just basically sit around and watch each other. No, we talk a lot, <laughs> but it's not about anything in particular. It's just a ramble. It's just
1: a, a ramble, yep. It's a chance to chat.
0: Fireside chat, but with no fire. Right. And then Gwyn.
1: On Monday mornings, I do a guided meditation at 8 a.m. Eastern Mm
0: -hmm. on On Facebook
1: Facebook, page that does also go to our Facebook group and uh, some of the other pages that we operate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It doesn't last long. It's just, you know, 20 minutes max. And then on Wednesdays, I am leading a Three Pagans and a Cat book club. It is How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. Mm-hmm. That is a Zoom call, 7 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays.
2: There you go.
0: Cool, yeah.
2: So we're house kept.
0: We're house kept and house sweat. So we're going to be talking about ritual construction, and we're going to go through a ritual that we put together last year
2: yep, for, Lunasal. for Lunasal. Yeah, Yep,
0: just as an example, and we're going to talk about a ritual checklist that we have, that we found. We didn't create this. We found nope. it. But that we have relinked in the Facebook group before, and we've talked about it before a little bit. Yep. We're going to be mostly talking from our perspective as syncretizing rituals. Yes. But uh, a lot of this information, I think, will be relevant even if you're not. I think so. I, I
1: think uh, it, this is basic ritual construction, Mm -hmm. we just happen to syncretize it because we are each of different paths. paths. I know that not everybody who creates or or leads rituals approves (laughs) of doing such a thing, but, you know, my usual.
0: Exactly. We do our stuff and you do your stuff. (laughs) Fuck off.
2: We'll do what we want.
0: Uh Exactly.
2: So you'll hear some page turning.
0: Yes, Yes, Because we we have have binders. We have our our binders of our rituals here. That's the people we are.
2: (laughs) It's even color coded. It's kind of crazy. color
0: color coded all the, everybody's individual parts and everything. And we learned some good things putting this ritual together and then performing it that hopefully we'll be able to pass on to you guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, I think it's important to know, especially people who are interested in creating online groups that maybe have eclectic paths uh associated. It, I think it would be good for them to know that it does, you don't all have to worship the same deity. You don't right. all have to follow the same path. You don't have to just like pick one structure. Right, right. You can, you can have a very meaningful mm-hmm. and a well represented ritual that is honored by the gods.
0: It's a valid practice. It is a valid practice. Or at the very least it worked well for us. <laughs> exactly. It worked really, really well it for us. It worked really yeah. well. Yeah. And we got really good response last
1: year mm-hmm. from the people that attended we had an, a very nice attendance.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we so. ran this at Arts and Crafts.
1: Yes, we did. Yep. We probably had about 20 people, 20 to 30. 20
0: or 30 yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it was and they all had good things to say at the end. So we got really good feedback. So I'm excited to share this information.
0: Yeah. So I think the sort of the first thing you have to do when you're designing a ritual, especially if you're starting from scratch, mm-hmm. is decide what the purpose of your ritual is going to be. What the goal? Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> does need to so. be
2: we we do have a ritual creation worksheet, and it's we did the, not create this. No. It, it is in the Facebook group mm-hmm. under the Files tab. It is part of, it's a free service of apath.org, and it was copyrighted in 2004, so it's a little old, but it certainly does everything. Free distribution is permitted as so long as the little thing is yep. on there saying who it's from, and we kept that because, doggone it, that's who we are.
0: So we respect copyright. Yeah. That's right.
2: So, the goal of the ritual is yep. the first thing, right? And
0: mm-hmm. it's different from the theme. Exactly. Yep. This, this worksheet separates out, and I think it's really, really smart, separates out mm-hmm. the goal of the ritual and the theme of the ritual. That's because right. those are, like, like those sometimes feel like the same thing, but they're not.
2: No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly not in ours.
0: No. Like the theme of our Lunasa ritual was harvest. Mm-hmm. Because that's the the sort of overarching theme of that holiday, mm-hmm. right? Correct, right, yeah. first fruits. Yeah. But the goal of our ritual was an honoring of Lou and a passing on of bounty between the participants. That's right. right. Yep. So those are, con- like, the goal and the theme are connected, but they're distinct components of the process. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. The next mm-hmm. thing would be the type of ritual.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Because you can have a lot of different types of rituals. Yes.
2: Probably list 30 of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they're so, very extensive. They have little, like, checklist. So
2: read a few I'll, off, I'll yeah. pick one from each line. Sabbat, meditation, ritual, drama, glamour, and astral projection.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so that's one from each of the five lines. And
0: but there's
1: there's a whole... Of, there's a whole slew of them. There's a whole
0: bunch. And another an
1: category. <laughs> and you
0: can mix and match these things. Right. You can, can be, have more than one. Right, You exactly. don't have to just pick... One thing, although maybe if this is your first time, that might be the best way to start. For instance, I
1: I attended an OTO ritual that was performed um, at Arts and Craft, which could have been listed as both a ritual drama Mm -hmm. and for them, a either a sabbat or a worship Mm -hmm. kind of category, because it was something specific in their calendar of rituals that they perform every year. Right, and it's you know completely devoid, obviously, of the wheel of the year. It has to, it follows the OTO calendar mm-hmm. of, of special high days, and so it could, it could have had multiple uh, of those. And so I, I found this to be really useful in determining what type of ritual right. I was attending.
0: So, yeah. what types would you say? Do you think we're in our Lunasat ritual?
2: Oh, let's see. Worship was definitely there.
0: Mm-hmm. Social.
2: So, uh, uh, sabat. Right,
0: it was a sabat. Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: social because we allowed interaction from right. mm-hmm. the participants.
0: Right. Attraction. Attraction, we were yep. To pull in, in bounty and, yep. harvesting.
2: Dedication.
1: I'd say celebration and then we also performed divination. So we
2: right. did, yep.
0: And there was a, a brief guided meditation portion.
2: Mm-hmm. And there was actually some ritual drama because I blew a horn and yep. we stabbed some stuff with
0: yeah, we Knives had some symbolic... And,
1: yep, acts. Yep. I guess yep. that depends, I guess, on how you define virtual drama.
2: It wasn't acted out, necessarily. Yep. Like, we did a Ann Arbor Pagan Pride. It was one of the Pagan Prides. One of the Pagan Prides we went to, yeah. they asked us to... Ask us to Fucking do John (laughs) Barleycorn.
0: Yeah, that was a
2: little play within... A little play within the thing.
0: And that was a really sort of a formalized ritual. Right, Mm -hmm. Yep. And
2: so Gwen Ode and I did the John Barleycorn. Right.
0: Or we participated
2: in that. Participated in it, yeah.
0: And then
1: this OTO uh, ritual, which was a public ritual, so Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, leaking any secrets. Right, right. It was very dramatized they had an opening dance between lord and lady death mm-hmm. and they had a character who was uh did a soliloquy and i mean right. you know it, that was like true ritual, high drama a high drama kind of situation very interesting
0: yeah so there are different levels of mm-hmm. what, of what you could of include as drama. A, of yeah. as a ritual drama yep, yep. yep. Definitely. Um, you can get as as dramatic Mm-hmm. TM as you like, <laughs> or you can very keep atmospheric, it, right? Everyone's in costume and has lines, right? right or, yep. you, or you can keep it more low key. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the next part of the ritual creation worksheet we have. So there's a list of common parts of a ritual. You mm-hmm. can select which ones you're going to include because you don't have to include all of them. No, you right. don't. I um, think that's important to stress. Yeah. You do not use need to use every
1: single piece of this. This work structure, structure, this yeah. worksheet, it's just a guide, and then you can take what works and discard what doesn't. Yes. Or what doesn't
0: apply Um, And, that's, your and that's not true just for this worksheet, but when we built our Lunasaw ritual, mm-hmm. we used an ADF ritual as a baseline. That's yep. right. And then and we tore it all apart. We tore, tore it apart, apart, and we extensively modified it.
2: Yep, exactly. Um, that's
0: right. So it will bear like a passing resemblance to an ADF ritual to have some familiar feeling, mm-hmm. but it's missing substantial parts of yep. the core order mm-hmm. yep. because we didn't think that they were useful for us when we were combining it.
2: Correct, right. yeah. So there's 13 parts of the common parts of a ritual to mm-hmm. include, and then they, they want you to actually list what is the purpose of this in the ritual, mm-hmm. ideas on how to do it, and what order you want to do it in, because you don't have to do it in the order that's listed. Yep. And we didn't do that with the ADF thing. We
0: moved no. shit around. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. But I think it's... We extensively jigsawed. Yep. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> to
1: be honest, when I first originally saw this, I mean, because it's not a, a, a short... No, it's a It's seven six. pages. Yeah. yeah, it's a seven-page form. Yeah. But, and I didn't... I was like, you know, ah, oh, that seems very formalized oh, yeah. and things like that. Three years later... I can see the the value and the benefit of this because as you're preparing this ritual, why do you want it in there? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- you have
0: to actually think about like think about why it. Why am I including this? Am I including it just because of habit? Right. Because it's in other rituals I've seen,
1: or is it something that's going to add some value yeah. to the ritual or that serves a function? That serves a function. Yep.
0: There's a lot of moving parts in a ritual. Mm-hmm. And I think if if a part of your ritual is not serving a function, sort of the same um, principles as with writing apply, mm-hmm. where if, like, a line of dialogue or a paragraph or a character... Isn't serving the function of your story if it's not moving things along, cut it out mm-hmm. because there's enough moving parts already. Right. And I, right.
1: I think Jason Mankey, when we were at convocation, he taught a workshop on mm-hmm. how to create a ritual, and one of the things he says is was that when you just throw things in there willy-nilly without a real purpose, it can get just you can get bogged down. Bogged yep. down. But also, it makes it not fun.
0: Yeah, it makes it not <laughs> fun to participate in. Yeah. And it makes it not fun to run because you mm-hmm. have so much stuff to keep track of. Yeah. Right. There's always going to be a lot for ritual leaders mm-hmm. or ritual presenters to keep track of. So don't add like unnecessary fufu that's yeah. not adding anything to your experience. Now if it's going to add something to your experience, mm-hmm. go for it. And Definitely I, include it. But and when I
1: say fun, I don't mean like ha ha, you know, right. being silly.
0: Although some rituals some rituals do have right.
1: a component that's very lighthearted, mm-hmm. and and I've been to some of those rituals too, and they are a lot of fun. Yep. But and it, they can still be ecstatic and spiritual. exactly. But there's also some rituals that have real gravitas that mm-hmm. have really have a you know a significance to them. A weight can, a weight to them, but you can still have fun preparing it and being a part of it and sharing it with people.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think this helps people be able to put that all together. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Our tiger Jim Two Snakes has spent much of the past three decades providing spiritual and emotional support for individuals that are looking for accountability, wisdom, and safe, supportive space while they discover how to walk their own path. Jim is now offering his spiritual dad service at a Patreon structure. This informal program includes regular contract with Jim and specific guidance on what's going on in your life right now. Along with a talking stick monthly meeting for some levels and regular phone calls ranging from one to four times a month at other levels, Jim will help you with goal setting, ritual and energetic practice ideas, and teaching, suggestions, support, and accountability in whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And because it's your path, he will adapt his suggestions to suit what works best for you. It's called Spiritual Dad, but there's no age limit. We all need spiritual and emotional support. To find out more, visit jimtwosnakes.net or patreon.com forward slash spiritual dad.
1: Which I think is a <laughs> wonderful service. Yes. Yep.
0: And you could easily take a ritual to gym and run it by oh, him. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Yeah. He, is, he has led many a ritual. Lot, yeah. You know, many Lots. a ritual.
1: Many, many. And many, so, yeah, many. We've, many. we've been
0: to one or two. Yeah, we've we've been been to a couple, very yep. meaningful.
1: They're very meaningful.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna actually list these <laughs> common parts of ritual. Okay. And like, I wanna sort of look through our Lunasaur ritual and see.
2: How many of them we hit? Yeah, what mm-hmm. we included. Okay.
0: So, preparation and setup. We had quite a bit yes, yeah, we did, yeah. of prep and setup in the Lunasar Ritual. We had a lot of um, props. Yep, <laughs> yes, we, we did. <laughs> did <yep. laughs> we had Like nice. an astonishing number of props. We had quite a setup. And
2: point. we'll go through that so everybody understands Yeah. how flipping many we had.
0: How enormous this was. It looks beautiful. Yeah, so so look forward to that. Uh Then we have the greeting or the welcome.
2: And we did have that.
0: We did, mm-hmm. uh, yep, which was also probably too loud. long. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I yep. called it our briefing.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, but it was two and a half pages. It we was,
1: did yeah. learn. We did learn from that. We did, yes. That's the other thing I think we should say is be willing to learn yeah. from yeah. your experience.
0: Don't be, don't be married to your process. Yep. Exactly.
1: If you feel like okay, this, just tweak it if it needs to be improved so that you can do it again,
0: yep. Yep. but better. So after the greeting, which is something that you do with the participants, not this is not like a welcoming in of the gods. This is welcoming right. the participants to the ritual. Yep. We haven't even started the ritual. Right. Yet. This is this is all pre-ritual. Then you have the cleansing. Which we did. Which we did. We did a water, water and fire Water and cleansing. fire, yeah. Yep. Then you can cast a circle.
2: Which we didn't cast a circle, no, but, but we did do stuff space. like that. Yes,
0: Gwen established a sacred space, and she did that sort of in two layers. I think in the pre-ritual you actually cast a circle because mm-hmm. you were going to be doing some specific stuff with Hakati mm-hmm. that needed you to cast a specific kind of circle. Actually, it was banishing oh, okay. uh, negative spirits.
2: And I think you did the three-point mm-hmm. so, so air, sea, yeah. sky.
1: sea, mm-hmm. uh, Sky,
2: Lance, sky yeah. because that fit my pantheon. Yep, and but it also so, fit Hakati. Yep. so because we were able she's to use g- it.
0: Yep. goddess of the three realms. Yep. yep, yep. So we did a sort of a, a modified. So I sacred space circle casting. Yeah,
1: it wasn't really a circle. Um it was a it was a sa- creating a sacred space right. mm-hmm. after cleansing the area. Yeah, protections. Yeah, protections yeah. and yeah. things like that. But it wasn't I don't want people to get confused because yeah. you know there is a specific right. circle casting and then there's sacred space making. Yeah.
0: Right. Then there's the invitation summon or call, yeah, which, which is, we did. Which we is did. calling yep. in deities mm-hmm. or spirits. Yep. There's building energy or focusing the individuals, which we didn't do.
2: No, we did, basically, the meditation.
0: That's true. We had a meditation to sort of bring people in. Which was right
2: after the invite summoning. That's true. Yes, We did the rainbow bridge
1: and then we did a meditation.
0: That's true. So we we did the rainbow bridge to open the way and then yep. we did a meditation to sort of tune everyone in. Yeah. So I
1: think that would come under focus because I think like... Yeah, it would,
0: wasn't an energy building. Like we didn't right. do a spiral dance. We didn't right. do any of that kind it of stuff. It wasn't an energy building, yep. but it was a focus. The focus yep. Yep. And there's the primary ritual act. Which we did. Which we did. Yep. That's going to be included in most rituals. I think it would be really interesting to do a ritual. <laughs> Without right. it, yeah. Okay, then we're done. And here we, we You <laughs> open everything. You everybody. You set the space. Good time. And then you close everything <laughs> and you just send everyone home. <laughs> Thanks
1: for showing up. We just wanted to see if you would. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would go over. would well. be an April Fool's ritual. Right. Oh my God, that would be. Um, that would be a Loki ritual.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got the primary ritual act. Uh, then you have offerings and communion.
2: Which we did. Which we mm-hmm. did.
0: We did that sort of in two parts. Yes, so we did. We yeah. had offerings to the, the gods and yep. then we had offerings later communion, if you will, um, mm-hmm. with the participants that so yep. came up in eight We also did an a, uh, offering to the out-dwellers.
2: Yeah, we did an yes. out-dwellers offering in order to keep out anybody that we didn't want in. That's yep. right. And we offered them really good chocolate and really good beer. Yep. But only half.
1: And so yeah, at the, the, the beginning and then we the, did
2: half at the end. At the they the, end. End. the other
0: half. Yep. Yep. For, so thank gosh. you for not Yeah, for for good good behavior. behavior. Yeah. (laughs) For good behavior. And there's the thanks and dismissal, which that again is not for Mm -hmm. the participants, that's for the gods. And we did it. We did a thanks, I guess, and
1: a dismissal. We did. We did that.
0: Yeah. That's true. That was when you did the second half of the outdwellers. Right, right. Let's see. The next thing is grounding and releasing. Which we did again. Yeah, we did with food, and we had I think another short meditation to lead we people did. out. So right. Before we we also did the, bridge. the yeah, yeah. We did. Yep. Dissolving the circle and protections. Which we did the gate closing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, releasing the group. And Gwen closed the sacred space. Exactly. Releasing the group, which is when you tell all the participants they can go.
2: Which we did.
0: Which we did. And then there's cleanup and takedown. Which,
2: which we did. Which we did.
0: Wow. um So we hit it all. We hit all the components. But you don't have to. Right. Yeah. Our ritual was fairly long. And, but it
1: actually was only 45 minutes. It feels long when you dissect yeah, it yep. and when you're planning it and you're thinking, oh, my God. And you're
0: looking gonna... at how many pages your yeah. binder is. Yeah. <laughs> but it actually
1: only lasted 45 minutes. Yeah. 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 It was oh, quick. But... And that's with the final gathering of p- and people sharing food and chatting at yeah. the end. Yep. Right. So. Yeah.
0: So don't get scared, I guess, by how long the the... Setup up process it, mm-hmm. and the the planning process takes. <laughs> exactly. Our,
2: our setup process is probably an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah probably. I've done a, a couple of
1: uh, full moon rituals and a deep non-ritual online, mm-hmm. and I had planned it out, and you sit there and you think, oh my God, this is going to be so long. It lasted maybe 20 minutes.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. Because you look at all the words on the page, yeah, and, and you think, how am I going to... Um, get through this. Exactly. And then you speak faster than you think you do and
1: Or it just it just, it flows, just flows more yeah. quickly. I mean and that's what happened with our ritual for Lunasad. It mm-hmm. just you know, it flowed.
0: Finn Odinson says mine lasted thirty minutes and swore it lasted longer. Yes. That's, that's exactly. part of it. Too. Yeah. And you sort of there's sort of a time distortion in a ritual. It's not <laughs> unlike a wedding. You put all this
1: time and all right, and this then it's energy, over. and then it's over in 30 minutes to an hour, hour if you're lucky, and not going to a Catholic wedding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or a really, 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 really long Southern Baptist, long Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. Baptist wedding. wedding. Yeah, I've been at a couple of those.
1: But there is that sense of, I put all this work, all this effort, decoration, and then boom, it's over. Yeah. It's that same kind of a thing with a ritual. Yeah, it, You put yeah, a lot did, of time into setup.
0: We did probably... Two or three days of, of really yep. dedicated creation. Yeah. Before we practiced, we practiced our, our lines and all and our still, movements. I still slubbed it up. Um That's inevitable. I yeah, think it always so. happens. You're never yeah. going to get your lines completely right, so accept that. Exactly. That's the other thing is don't worry
1: if things go pear shaped right. because they will, and it's you just go with the flow. Shit goes
2: pear shaped on this podcast all every the week. Time.
1: You just have to adapt and be okay. Mostly that on my part. Something might not work out the way you envisioned it. Mm-hmm. Right and that's okay. You'll and
2: unless have... you say something, nope, nobody, nobody fucking notice. knows. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, either either know. you'll say a line wrong or there will be an equipment failure of some kind. Yep. As long as you don't catch the place on fire, it's probably going to be fine.
2: Right, yeah.
0: And I think it's sort Although,
2: of... Although, you know, if it's the right God <laughs> you, you bring it, you it in, the exactly.
0: fire
1: might be okay too.
0: It's sort of like if you play music or, mm-hmm. or if you're in choir or something like that, they always tell you, if you fuck up, just keep going. Just
1: keep going. Right. Just keep
0: going. Most people aren't going to notice. Yep. Especially right. if you just keep going. The only thing they'll notice is when you stop in the middle and try to correct it. That's right.
2: The only difference between this and choir is you can't just say watermelon, 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 right. watermelon <laughs> uh, to yeah, fake like again, you know the lyrics. would
0: be an interesting but useful you know, <laughs> we'll experience. Yes.
1: But you don't combine that with the April and, Fool's ritual, and I it, this took me a long time to learn because yeah. you know I was a vocal performance major in college, and it took me a long time to learn not to go, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> you no.
2: Know? No. like you <laughs> said, and, the wrong and word, just or you, like, do, you oh, do the wrong or note, let and it you it just
0: show
1: on your face, yeah. You, yeah. And and that is very hard to do. But it is the same thing in a ritual setting, especially obviously if you're leading it. Mm-hmm. Again, nobody's going to know, and yep. you just go. And don't like,
0: especially don't self-deprecate. Although although the funny thing is, continue with confidence. Yeah, the funny thing
2: is, like when we messed up stuff, Mm -hmm. I noticed that we all kind of looked at each other like. (laughs) (laughs)
0: me. <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs> All right, and then. So just, if anybody was paying attention to that, <laughs> yeah, they would be like, eyes. oh, shit. All right, well, <laughs> yeah. I, they fucked up somewhere. We don't know where, but. Yeah. So.
1: I, and the same thing happened during our hand fasting. Uh-huh. We right. We made mistakes because we had never done, this was a Wiccan Beltane ritual yep. that we, that they created. Right. right. A hand fasting into. And we, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> but we just followed the prompts and did what we were, as you know, best we as could. As best we could.
2: Like, I didn't stand up at the right time. I don't think I kneeled at the right time. Yeah. I don't know.
1: And, and I happen to know for a fact that Pat forgot a few things as well. Yeah. yeah. Including, she, she, she was Paul. gonna do
0: this real fancy knot with the oh, and hand she, fasting cord. And my
1: understanding is if I remember talking to her later, she accidentally skipped something. Uh-huh. And right, yeah. Paul was just like oh, okay. We're just, just moving, moving on, yeah. and you wouldn't have known, I didn't no, even yeah. know yeah. until the
0: end. No, they skipped a whole section. There was a whole section. Well, I, I was
1: too no busy idea. crying, so it yeah. didn't matter to yeah. me, yeah. so. But that's the point is they have led so many rituals mm-hmm. together. That they just. That it was fluid. He just, he realized that she missed something, so he just went to the next page. Mm-hmm. And it was fine, and nobody noticed. Yep. It was yeah. beautiful. We did,
2: did Odin I did that when you missed something yep, in, yeah, there, yep, in the yeah. Lunasaur ritual. It yeah.
0: just, just move on. Yep. And when you're in mean, the ritual, it's different when you're leading it because yeah. you know all the parts that you be right. At, right? Exactly. So to you, it seems like, oh, there's this big gap here. Yeah. But when you're participating in a ritual, you're caught up in, in the, the ritual, ritual. Right. in the experience of the ritual. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to notice the little stuff. No,
1: no, you're really not. Yeah. You
0: know, so yep. you're, I, I, you're, you're in the emotion of the thing, exactly. not in the analysis of the thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So I think that is the, that's probably the number one thing is give yourself a break. Yeah. Just keep going. And don't worry, nobody's going to care. As, ultimately, as much as you do. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, as, uh, it's, ba- uh, it's basically it's an old McDonald's commercial. <laughs> Give yourself a break today.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, that is very old.
1: Seventies.
2: Like <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm old.
1: It's
2: okay. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I have no familiarity with that one at all. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> where, <not> that. that's <laughs> from my childhood, and clearly
1: your father's.
0: Uh, as Asantean says,
2: And so, <laughs> as, as, as only Antien you would make that reference. Yeah.
1: As uh,
0: says, you can't change what has happened. You have to keep going. Yeah. Exactly, yep.
1: exactly. And so I, I think that is important. That's a very important part if you're going to yeah. lead a ritual because it's already kind of nerve wracking and scary and yeah. stressful, so, especially if it's your first.
0: Yeah. So. Acquire as much chill as you can beforehand.
2: Exactly. exactly. All right. So into the checklist. Yes. So there's a couple of checklists that you have to pay attention to,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they're super important, I think, because yeah. if you don't do this part of it, you're going to fuck up something at some point.
0: Yeah, so, and they're they're really useful because they they force you to think about things you wouldn't think about otherwise right. necessarily. Mm-hmm. That would just be automatic assumptions for yep. you. Yeah.
2: So in the time and place. It's the time of the ritual, the date of the ritual, the phase of the moon, the weather, indoor, outdoor, physical space required, number of people. You
0: number know, uh, are going to be spectators, yep. right? Number of participants and number spectators, of spectators because yep. separately be because different. Different. sometimes not every ritual has a participatory yep. component. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Amount of involvement. There you go. Right. The, which yep. is pr- participatory. I can't say that word. Uh, is it private or public or is it open? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. And, uh, gender orientation?
0: Are there gender specific elements? Is Are it there? Is non-binary? Right. Is this gonna be, like, a a ritual that requires certain heterosexual interactions? Right. Um, Obviously,
2: we wrote a ritual, it did not. Right, yeah. Include any of that. <laughs> no.
0: But, but consider that, because, I mean, if there's a purpose for that in your ritual, yeah, if sure. that serves yep. a function, and I, it's important to your I, path, that's and fine. I, exactly.
1: I think it's important to note. But just think, think for about people, it. Think about it. Because there are traditions where that is going to be a factor and it's going to be important to the participants and to the leaders, and that's okay. I don't want people to think that it's no, no, no,
2: no. It's totally okay, but you need to make if it's a public ritual and you're doing that, you need to 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 let the you need to let people know that that's what it is.
1: ahead of time. Yeah, Um, don't. Don't assume people know what you're going to be doing. Exactly. Right.
0: Exactly. Even if it's a very common style of ritual, there will always be someone there who it's their first time. Exactly. One other thing I would add to the time and place checklist, I think, is accessibility. Yes. Yes. So, like, depending on where you're doing this, like, what's the parking situation like? How's it going to be for people in a wheelchair, for people who have mobility issues? Yep. Look into all of that stuff. People who have, and this is something that you have to consider for other components of the ritual, some people have desensitivities or breathing issues, so, mm-hmm. like, incense will be bad for them. Right. Like, so, mm-hmm. there's a combination of, like, needing to know what all the accessibility components of your mm-hmm. ritual are and who's going to be coming.
2: Or or also letting people know, hey, this isn't going to be wheelchair exactly. accessible. Or we are going to use incense. Yep. Or so, so that, that, that they know. So that can
0: make a judgment
1: call. Right. Ahead of time. Are yep. people who are visually or auditorially, auditorially impaired, impaired going to have a difficult time with right. this ritual because of yep. the space or because of the components yep. in the ritual? Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a lot of silence going on with nobody talking, right. that's going to be hard for someone who has a hearing issue, right? Or, or
2: visually impaired. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. If someone's visually impaired and you have a long stretch of the ritual where you're just doing things and, they don't, and no one's describing what's happening. Exactly. Right. right. So you know, that's are... not going to be very meaningful for that person. Alice exactly. Perch asks, random question, do you prefer to genderless gods and ritual deities or just by name, or what component is gendered specifically?
2: We do refer to deities just by name. I don't think we named their characteristics.
0: No, I don't think characteristics. we specifically gendered any. I mean, we may have used some gender terminology like queen and things like that.
2: Well, we said earth mother.
0: Right. We probably referred to Frigga as a queen at some point, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't a priority.
2: Hakati was mistress of the right yeah. so, I mean, so There, there are, are some the, of that. The deities,
0: yep. the deities who have genders, yes. their genders were referred to. Yeah, exactly. Frigga,
2: mighty queen. Yep.
0: And I don't think, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that.
2: Right, no. I mean, that's that's the gender that's, of the god. Specifically, what we're talking about is if there are components of the ritual that require that the participants be gendered.
0: Right. Yeah. Or um, that there's a
1: high priest and a high priestess that have separate functions that are... As, spe-
0: and especially if they're going to interact with the participant yeah, in a right. gendered way. So exactly. We've told this story before. I went to a ritual where the high priest was anointing the female participants Mm -hmm. and the high priestess was anointing the male participants. I didn't know that was happening. Mm -hmm. So my gender was just assumed. I was anointed by the high priest. I only figured it out afterwards. And it was sort of a disorienting moment for Mm -hmm. me of my gendering. Because we didn't know there would be this type of, of, uh, kind of, of elements element. right. yeah. because
1: otherwise it wouldn't have mattered that right, they had yeah. a high priest and a high priestess. Yeah. and the, But it was just it was the interaction with interactions. the participants
0: caused me to be misgendered. And there was no way in a binary system like that for me to participate right. in a non-binary way.
2: And squeaky to your thing where you go to the Wiccan church and men and women sing, sing different parts. I think that if you are a trans woman or a trans man, you would sing the part that fits you. Right,
0: the part that fits your identity. Yep, yeah,
2: that yeah. fits your identity. And if you're non-binary, you either sing both or you don't sing or you, either. Or you
0: don't sing yeah, either, or you, either, or you, don't you don't pick see, one that yeah. you like best or whatever. Be, yeah. Either. De- <laughs> depending. All right. <laughs> All right, potato, potato. <laughs> We're going to have the either, get either back, to the yep. <laughs> <laughs> back to the beginning. Next, next checklist?
2: Uh, yeah, the next checklist is on uh, cleansing. Yep. We're not going to use the other word.
1: Nope old term that we reject.
2: Yes. (laughs) So what is your pre-ritual cleansing? Do you bathe? Do you diet? Do you anoint?
0: Right. Yep. And that's for ritual leaders and potentially for participants, participants yep. if they know ahead of time. Especially if it's a private ritual. Right, yeah, if it's something yep. for the coven yep. or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, cleanse your ritual area, cleanse the leaders, cleanse the participants, and cleanse observers.
1: For instance, when we did the Lunasad, because Hakati was going to be invoked, mm-hmm. I asked everyone everyone uh, dip their fingers in water yep. because... Water cleansing is important as far as my tradition mm-hmm. with Hikati goes. You, you bathe, you wash your hands, yep. you know, that right. type of thing. So that was important to me that before people entered the ritual space. cleanse themselves with That in a specific way. they specifically cleansed themselves with water. Right. And then we also
0: did a smoke cleansing. Mm-hmm. Correct, yes, we did. Um, which more people are familiar which with. Which more people right. are yep. familiar um, with. Yep. And so I, I want to point out that with these checklists. It's not all. It's not, it's not all. You can, check these off, which ones you're going to do. Yep. And then you're, again, you're asked to think about why, why you're doing these things. Yep. And, and how. And how you're doing these and things. And with what. Yeah.
1: Like, for instance, with the water cleansing, we had a bowl mm-hmm. and we a bowl. We, yep. we got a sacred dish for yeah, the exactly. bowl. Yep. Now, that was pre-COVID. Right. There would have to be some changes. We would, right. we it would be, be Dis- yeah. or disposable
0: wet wipes. Yeah. Yeah, Hand sanitizer. Like that. Hand
1: sanitizer, you know, something. Yeah.
0: It, but that, you would, exactly, so that there would be less, and obviously we would have people social distancing so at the ritual. Exactly, wearing but what,
1: masks. The point <laughs> is, the how and right. with what is very important that we could do this, if we do this specific ritual again. We could, we could adapt it. Adapt it. Yeah. Because we have this
0: Because there's question. the changing conditions. Is there right, the changing yep. conditions? And you, just because something is sacred doesn't mean it's irreplaceable.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. Or that it can't be adapted.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: To suit the needs of the time. That's yep. right.
2: And so the next thing is cast a circle and or protections. Mm-hmm. So again, you're defining the ritual area, you're casting a circle, or you're doing some kind of other protection.
1: Mm-hmm. Removing, um, uh, yeah, creating other defenses. Yep.
2: And then any personal protections you might have. Amulets, mm-hmm. stones, mm-hmm. anything like
1: that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And again, what, why, how, with, what. Yep. Mm-hmm. Questions. Like if you want to use specific stones to create wards or. Yep. Right, yep.
0: If you want everyone in the ritual to hold a specific stone. Yep.
1: We've been want. to rituals that have done that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it was really interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it actually was. Actually, the one we did, John Bollycorn, Yep. We had to go out and pick up a stone.
0: Yep. We <laughs> picked up a stone from a basket in yep. the central ritual area, and we were asked to imbue that stone with certain memories and energy. Yep. And then we took it with us, I believe. Uh, I think we put one stone back and then took, yep. and took okay. another.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was a really interesting little ritual. Yeah. So then there's the in- invitations, uh, summonings, invocations, and calls. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Which we did a lot of. We did a yes, lot.
0: Yes. That was a lot of our ritual was calling. And that's
1: yeah. because we had three different paths. Yeah. But I do and we wanted stress, everyone to be honored. Yep. Yes. But I do want to stress that we made sure that it made sense for the deities that we right. called. It well, wasn't just... These are all the deities that I worship, so I'm bringing them all in. They were all
2: specifically Lunasa-based. Right,
1: they were relevant Mm -hmm. to our goal and our theme, theme. or it was just important, you know.
2: And then we opened it up and allowed participants Mm -hmm. to call any Mm -hmm. deities that they felt were... were
0: were, That they wanted invited into this ritual. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which we didn't have too many people take us up on, but...
2: We we, had a couple. couple.
0: Yeah, we had a few, and so, but the questions for this component are... Who and what is to be called? Mm -hmm. Why are you calling them and what will they do Mm -hmm. in the ritual? Because sometimes that answer is just observe. For instance, I opened the ritual Mm
1: -hmm. through Hakati and she acted as a gatekeeper, essentially, or a a, A a, bridge. A A bridge. Yeah, a bridge. Yeah. Um,
0: That's a better word, a bridge. Then the other question is who will call them and how will you call them? Because Mm -hmm. there are... A lot of different ways to do that.
2: Right. You know, and ours um, were broken up.
0: Yep. And, and Gwyn and I actually both work with and worship Frigga. Mm-hmm. So we both called to her. Yeah. But different aspects of Yeah. Her. We called her differently because we understand her differently. Mm-hmm. There is the, okay, so this is an interesting checklist. This is the energy to be used. So they've got a list of personal energy, divine, elemental, ancestors, planetary universal fairy mythical beings or other types of energy and then the question of what that energy will be used for Mm -hmm. how that energy will be used as distinct from what it will be used for Mm -hmm. and how you're planning to build that energy
2: Mm -hmm. do the next one
0: how will the energy be raised focused and banished
2: Mm -hmm. and or
0: banished and or banished yeah yep Um, so some options, you've got chanting and song, dancing and movement, meditation, guided visualization, prayer, calling on another entity, physical movement, like sweeping, jumping, crawling, hopping. That's sort of the spiral dance kind of a vibe, screaming or emotional release, music, drumming, and sexual or tantric. And again, you have those questions of what will this energy be used for? How will it be used? And how will you build it?
2: Mm -hmm. And what's the next one?
0: Ritual Components and Tools.
2: It's time for reviews!
0: (laughs) (laughs) We
1: are uh, actually going to be reviewing products from one of our listeners. Yep. The Etsy store is called Urban Equinox, and she makes some really beautiful candles. I think she also has maybe has some jewelry or something like that.
0: But we got candles. We got candles. We
1: got candles. And they're nice soy-based candles. And the reason I found out about them was through the group. Someone was asking Mm -hmm. for soy-based candles, and she said, hey, I make those. And so I thought, oh. Perfect. I'm going I'll to order something. some.
0: <laughs> so Gwen got three of those little candles. We've burned one already. Yep. The second got, one's burning right now. I actually right ordered now.
1: two, and she gifted
0: me ah. with another one. Oh, sweet. And plus a
1: couple extra for Lunasa, which we received it after, after so we're yeah, saving them for, the next for next year. But so, yeah. yep.
0: so these are interesting little candles. They're very, very small. Um there's absolutely Gelsa makes a larger size, yeah, too. Yeah, the, the ones we got are absolutely itty-bitty. They, how long did they burn? Oh, um, about two hours. Two, two hours? hours. hours. Yeah. That's about what I would Two or three hours is about what I would expect, I think, from these. Yeah. They're in little glass containers with a screw-on lid. Yeah. They're sort of cute. Oh,
1: they're very cute.
0: Little hexagonal jars filled in all the way up to the top with soy wax. And then uh, there are little herbs and uh, actually little stones mm-hmm. set into the top of it. And I do
1: want to say that at Urban Equinox, she also makes moon wreaths, besoms, fell jar necklaces, and stone necklaces. So she's got a lot of, of various items. I only focused in on the candles, obviously. Right. But I'm looking at the website right now, and she's got some really beautiful, beautiful things. The candles that we got were these small $5 candles. What is it? Are those two, about two ounces, do you think?
0: I have no idea. Yeah, yeah that's it, a, it a two
1: ounce, ounce jar.
2: About that, a two ounce that's, jar. that's a two ounce jar. Is that
0: a two ounce jar? Oh yeah. Okay. okay.
2: I can tell that's how much meat I would put in it.
0: <laughs> Car has a good sense yeah, now for looking <laughs> at this. it is a,
1: the thing I liked about them, you were describing that they have like herbs and stones yeah. and, and it has a fragrance. She does, they, they have uh, an intention. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily a strong fragrance. Not
0: a strong scent, no. Which they're is nice, good for me, right? They're a nice scent, but they're not very strong, and they
1: don't sort of fill up a room. Exactly, but I like that it is a really nice accompaniment to a spell or working.
0: Yeah, I think it would. I would definitely call these spell candles mm-hmm. rather than like altar candles. These,
1: yep. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
0: Something also I do like because the jar is clear. I can mm-hmm. watch the wax become yes liquid, liquid. all the way down, right, yeah. and I this like visually I enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> so. So, one thing I was impressed by is, although there's a bunch of stuff set into the top of this candle... They don't flame. They don't don't catch on fire. They don't catch on fire. You know, like the wick lights, but they don't, like, the entire top of the candle doesn't catch on fire, which is a problem we have sometimes Sometimes. with candles that have things inside them. So far, we have not had that problem with these candles.
1: She also does have a larger $8 candle. Point is, I feel like these are a gentle accompaniment.
0: Yeah, gentle is I think how we described it. Mm-hmm. it they're not like powerhouse no, candles. No. I wouldn't do one on its own as a spell. I would right. do it as an accompaniment, as an to a
1: accompaniment spell. to a spell to help either boost your energy or the energy of the spell or the working. I can see these being a very gentle energizing kind of thing. Just
0: they're ad- partners. They're
1: partners. Yes, yeah, Part yeah. a yeah. gentle assistant. Yeah. And so I really, again, I haven't uh, gotten her jewelry or her other things. They all look beautiful. But I can attest to these tiny little candles are mm-hmm. adorable.
0: And then you have the jar afterwards. Yes. You Which can. is, I, I like the jar. It's cute. The jar is very cute. And uh, so you could reuse it. Mm-hmm. or You could put your ounces of meat in it. Exactly. Exactly. Right, yeah.
1: yep. <laughs> so I highly recommend for people to check Urban Equinox. It is U-R-B-A-N-E-Q-U-I-N-O-X. On Etsy. Yeah, on Etsy. All you have to do is Google Urban Equinox Etsy, Etsy, and you'll find it. Yep. Yep. I highly recommend you check it out and order from this very talented pagan artisan yep. and practitioner yep. cuz she obviously puts a lot of care and thought and intention into her work. It's very 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 much there.
0: And uh and I don't know about all of the candles, but all the candles we got were these sort of cute pastel colors. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there's just there's a sweetness. There is, yeah. There's a sweetness and I think that that's that's uh, a good that's a good word for it, yeah. Yeah,
1: there I think that says a lot of of what she puts into her work mm-hmm. is sweetness and intention and a willingness to partner and assist. Yeah.
2: That's it for the reviews. Hey, Finn, just so you know, if you like dangly earrings, there is a black lava stone shell and feather earring on Urban Equinox's site that you probably should purchase because I know you're looking for earrings and those are dope.
1: They look good as hell. I <laughs> would actually wear them as well. So there's yeah. a bunch they of jewelry good on yeah. her site that I'm like, ooh. That
0: shit looks nice. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: That shit looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> So, all
0: right, all right. All right. So I've done
2: my part. i giving yes.
0: things. <laughs> That's Personalized right. recommendation. <laughs> so if
1: you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out now.
0: <laughs> okay. So continuing with our checklist, we do have the ritual components and tools. Yep. The, um, candles are on there. Yes, hey, they, they are. Oh, has has our, you know uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently,
2: Car was on top of shit. <laughs> I anyway, mean, like, go ahead.
0: As are the. Uh, <laughs> so you got Athame swords or blades, cups and cauldrons, candles, incense, feathers. Poppets or voodoo dolls, rope or ribbon, animal components, that's claws or teeth or fur or those kind of things, elements to represent earth, water, fire, air, etc. Plants, flowers and herbs, oils and essences, masks, because there are, especially in ritual dramas, some people wearing masks. Yep. Right now, everybody would be wearing a mask. Different kind of of mask. (laughs) 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 Um, Bells, gongs or chimes, wands, staffs or rings.
2: And in our case,
0: horns. Right, and horns in our case. And the questions for that, again, are what kind Mm -hmm. are you going to use? So, and that's specific. So, like, what kind of athame are you going Mm -hmm. to use? Right. Right. How will it be used, and do you need to charge it before the ritual? And I think earlier,
1: Finn made a good point about the ritual that he led, is that, you know, in a lot of past rituals that he's been to, bloats and and things, Mm -hmm. they share a mead horn and pass it around, whereas he had everyone bring Bring their their own own cup. Their yeah. own cup, so that's something to consider when you're considering your yes, tools. As
0: we consider our post-COVID rituals.
1: That's right. Consider your tools. Are you going to have every? Are you going to have everyone bring bring their own cup? Mm-hmm. Which
0: because otherwise you're going to have to provide them.
1: Yeah, otherwise, you're going to have to provide them. Mm-hmm. Or just skip or that skip part. Or skip
0: that part. Yep. Because you again, you don't have to always include everything now. For a a symbol, it's sort of the point. That's right. But, <laughs> right. but not every ritual needs to have that kind of a component, especially in current circumstances. Mm-hmm. Next checklist. Yep. We have dissolving the circle or protections. Mm-hmm. Dissolving. Dissolving. Yes. Ooh. Sounds slightly honest. Yeah, it does. So you've got taking down or opening the circle, releasing those that you invited and vote mm-hmm. summoned or called, thanking deities, uh, breaking of wards, and the mundane cleaning up of things because right. you, if you will have shit to clean up. You're gonna have a lot of shit <laughs> yeah. To clean as we up. go
2: through like the shit that we used, yeah, you'll hear. yeah. Just
0: remember that we had to clean all that shit up. You too. Know, yeah. And you probably you may or may not have help. Yeah, right. You know. So. Um. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. but uh, that wasn't a given when we started.
2: No. Yeah. We set up by ourselves.
0: Uh huh. The questions for this are: What techniques or tools will be used to accomplish the the breaking down of these mm-hmm. protections? Yep. Who will do it? And then there's a section for special notes. Right. Which right. I think is interesting, because that section is not included elsewhere.
2: Yeah. But, Although it is in resolution, which is the next yes. part.
0: Yes. But I think part of that is that it's ending good. a ritual is harder almost than starting it. It is. Yep. And it's good to know who is going
1: to be doing what. Yeah. So that one person, especially if you're in a group setting, mm-hmm. so that one person doesn't end up becoming responsible for cleaning for up everything. the entire thing. Right. Um, so assign, everyone should have assigned roles. Exactly, exactly. And they should know what those roles are so that once the, the ritual is over, they don't just float away, right. but they stay and they, they that's, participate that's in the That's the hard, up.
0: well, and not just in cleaning up, but in mm-hmm. closing the ritual. The hard yeah. part with closing a ritual is that, like, you've gone through the main point of the thing, Mm -hmm. and now you have to get everyone, like, out of sacred Uh space. And into mundane space And back into mundane space without losing the focus and power of the ritual, right? Right. Because you don't want people to just sort of float off before you've officially finished. Right. Right. You know, so you need to have, like, a clear end point. Yep. And that's you know, everyone goes in, and I, and I think it's almost easier to start a ritual because everyone goes in expecting a ritual will now begin. Right. You know, but no one knows when it's gonna end except you. And sometimes like, damn, we we're done! Yeah. <laughs> we're, I have been to rituals
1: that were uh-huh, like that. Yeah. And you're just like, everybody's kinda like, uh, and somebody just kinda throws up their arms and goes, and we're done! Uh huh. <laughs> and everybody goes, Cause it oh. Cause just, it just ends.
0: It's it just ends. Strong. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, luckily ours hated.
2: ended in, you know, a fairly Good right, we sort of, ordered, we, tried to make we it wound sort of, down.
0: We, yeah, we wound down. We reversed all the things yeah, we had yeah, done yeah. To, to set up. We had a, we had well,
2: pretty specific ends. But one of the things I didn't think about then, and only really thought about now, basically, uh-huh. is that if somebody has to leave in the middle because of a family emergency mm-hmm. or something like that, they're leaving still charged. Yeah. So I'd like to have somebody who's at available the door, at the door to
1: ground,
0: to ground, ground them. them. Have to leave early, right?
2: Exactly. That's a good
0: idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah.
2: So, because they're leaving all, like, rah, All charged Right, exactly. Up. Yeah, and if having, they're going to... any of
0: the winding down stuff. Right.
2: If they're going to an issue
0: that's happened... Right, that they mm-hmm. have to deal with. Exactly. Some, and that's why they had to leave. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So, and it has to be something they can do fast. Yep. Because the mm-hmm. person is leaving the ritual because they have something they need to deal with. Right, yep. But, yeah. That's a... A, a keeper of space. Yeah. Basically. Basically. You can just yeah. say, like, here's a cracker and a juice pack
1: and yep. shut it right. down. And they may not...
2: It's almost like I almost feel like uh, like a hula hoop,
0: yeah, right. And just kind of <laughs>
2: take the hula hoop over the top yeah, down to the bottom, whoop, and then go, okay, step yeah. over.
0: and and now you're out of the space.
2: Right, exactly. You have some food. I, I realize to it on your your way. sounds stupid, it's, but right? it, it's a visual the, representation exactly. of what you're doing.
0: And it helps people
1: get out of the mind space, right,
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: And I think it's important to note that that person might not have to do anything. People might not have to leave. Yeah, sometimes they're just done. Yeah, right. Or they weren't enjoying it or whatever. But it's important, I think you're right, to have someone available
0: to to, ground people. To to do that. Yeah, that's a really really good idea. And that's, I think, a a job we should include in the future. Yeah, and and
2: Chris, uh, cakes and ale doggy bags.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think also, especially if you're dealing with a coven or a group that meets together regularly, alternate who that person is so one person isn't always yeah. missing the ritual. Unless they
0: specialize unless they, in that or yeah, something.
1: unless that's something that they want to do and have, have said, no, that's okay, I would love to be this person for you, yeah. for this group. Yeah. But otherwise, I would say rotate with people who are right. willing to do that so that people
0: are not left out. Yep.
2: yep. Alright, uh, resolution?
0: Right, you have that releasing of energy, mm-hmm. grounding of the leaders and participants, Mm-hmm. Breakdown of the ritual space
2: and more cleaning and up. more
0: cleaning up. I think it kind of goes in with the other stuff,
1: but you know, well, well it's cl-
2: well, you're breaking everything down in the beginning, and then you're resolving it all at the end. Yeah, so I mean, true. there is a there is, and we did it in two separate part parts.
0: Yeah, we had the winding down of the yeah. ritual, and then the cleaning up of the mundane space, and the yeah. grounding, and yep. everything. So, and then socializing. Things to consider: Are there any dietary restrictions for your guests? allergies, people Mm -hmm. who are non-alcoholic vegetarians or vegans Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I think Pat and Paul always provided gluten-free option for people or say I'm sorry there's not a gluten-free option and And
2: they always provided
1: a non-alcoholic An alcoholic version yep. of something. Yep.
0: And again, that's stuff people need to know ahead of time. Or if right. they
1: didn't, they'll specify this is alcoholic so right. that you know. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so you can choose to partake or not. Or not, yep. Um, or to be in that space or not. Because yep. some people can't even be in the same space as alcohol. That's right. Right, yep then options for your socializing. You're going to have a coffee. You're going to have cakes and bread. You're going to have wine or juice. You're going to mm-hmm. have ale or meat, chocolate, other food, other drinks. There's a lot, a large section here, and I think this is because this is common to pagan gatherings, mm-hmm. is the post-ritual socializing That's includes right. food. It's it's, it, it, c- it's
2: it's not just pagan gatherings. No. It's no, any religious, yeah, religious gathering ever, ever and has honored, yeah. food afterwards. <laughs> and depending It may on not the group, happen at the location. They may uh-huh. all go out to eat afterwards, to, to but it always
1: whatever. fucking whatever. happens. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on the group, they may have a whole Meal set yeah. aside right, and yep. ready to sit down and, and partake. Yep. yep.
0: And part of that is because food is how, and we talked about this with Queen. Mm-hmm. Food is how we all connect to each other. Exactly. Everybody's got to eat. Yep. And, and it's, it's also it's a good grounding tool. Yeah, which because is why we're talking about post ritual doggy bags. That's right. right yep.
1: Because sometimes it can take a while to ground yep. after a ritual. Yeah. It, it can take t- Talk about
0: the time you thought you were grounded and oh you my God. Were still buzzing. Yeah. I, hours later, and I was, was like,
1: you need to eat more. Yeah, I was part of an online ritual where I was aspecting a deity for the ritual, and it was very intense. <laughs> it was during the uh, winter solstice. Yes. And so it was a very intense experience, and I, you know, we, after, even, your, after yeah. I, even after the ritual, I, you know, I released the deity. I ate something. There was a social kind of thing that we did a little mm-hmm. while online for about half an hour. But two hours later, I was still flying around. Yeah,
0: she was still buzzy and full of energy. I had to tell her like, no, do it again. You didn't do your grounding enough.
1: Eat some more food, ground some more, release this energy. It was, it was very intense. Yeah. So Um, that can happen. So, yeah. So just be aware that if you are taking part in a ritual and even a couple hours later, Mm -hmm. you're still feeling. Yeah,
0: you may just need to do some more grounding.
1: You need to do more, more grounding.
0: So then other parts of the of the socializing section we have the after ritual discussion and getting feedback on the ritual which is so important yes. for the people who are running it. Right.
2: right. And we actually ask that question after the ritual. We we oh, yeah. ask that after every podcast too. Yeah. I mean we're just those yes. people like please after, tell us how much after, we suck.
0: If you if you've never joined us for the live recordings, after every recording we ask the Discord, so how was that episode? Did you like yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, and it's
1: not because we want people to, like, say, rah-rah, it was great. No, we would like, you know, constructive exactly say, criticism, yeah. You know, this Hey, was... Car,
2: you fuck up everything you say. <laughs> yeah, I, get it, I get it, yeah.
1: But especially with leading ritual, it's constructive to hear this worked for me, yeah. this was awkward. Because,
0: and we've, we've touched on this before a little bit, mm-hmm. rituals are not for leaders. No, they're, they're for, for the, the participants.
2: participants. Right, yep.
0: Or observers, depending. Yeah. So if you don't have a participatory component, you still have observers to your exactly. ritual. Exactly. Right? Especially if you're outside in a, yeah. like in a, doing a now, public ritual. Now you can do individual rituals that are for you. Sure. Or for you and a couple of people who are all doing it. Exactly. But if you're doing a, like a large ritual mm-hmm. with a bunch of participants or observers. And observers. Especially if it's in public. Your ritual is not for you to get something. Your ritual is for everyone else to get something. Now, you are most likely going to get something from it. But but that's not the the objective. But it's not the objective. Right. That's not the primary function of the ritual. Exactly. And the only way you'll find out if it worked is Mm -hmm. by asking people.
1: Exactly. And you also have to be willing to listen to the people you're working with. Yes. I was part... Well, actually, we were both supposed to be part of a ritual that took place at MPF. Two people who they, they threw the ritual together very last minute and were asked to throw it together very last minute. Mm-hmm. They had competing uh goals. Ideas. They had
0: very different ideas mind. of what
1: this should look like. Exactly. And so at one and point And they tried to wing it. They tried to wing it. To the point where we did a spiral dance that lasted a long, 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 long time. long. Too long. long,
0: too long twice as long as it
1: shouldn't have. Because they weren't able to communicate with each other when it was time. Ta- that when it was time to bring it all together mm-hmm. to release this energy.
0: And I'm not sure they even
1: agreed on what the energy was for. Exactly. There was and and it was because they didn't have the
0: time. Yeah, they didn't have time. They didn't have good communication. Uh-huh. They were both very experienced. Rich oh my groupers. God! Yes. Yeah. Years. I mean, I, of and experience. I, I think they had even thirty run, plus on both. Yeah, for and, both of them. And I I think they had even run rituals together before. Yes, they had. Which but, um, I think is why I thought people mm-hmm. thought, oh, we can It'll put these fine. two people together. It'll be fine. But on this yeah. occasion, they just had competing visions yeah. for the ritual. They pressed a lot of people into service yeah. for various functions. But because they had competing visions, you'd get different instructions. Yeah, so nobody them. quite knew what we, we, um, didn't quite know what we were No doing. one quite knew what their role was supposed to be. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't go to that one. Yeah, some some it people ended up, end up thinking... <laughs> it. It was it was a fine ritual. It was it was meaningful, but I wouldn't call it a good ritual. No, I would not call right? it a good ritual. It was it was barely functional.
1: It, it but it it had it because I think of the people who were running it and the respect was, everyone had yeah. for
0: them. It, it was, was saved by the fact that it had some big figures, and really yeah. a lot of
1: experience running it. And it did. And for me, anyway, I did experience it as being meaningful, but it was. A chaotic
0: meaningful? Yeah, I honestly, I didn't get a whole lot out of that right. ritual because I was so confused about, because I was supposed to yeah, have a role, a role in this, but I was so confused about what I was supposed to be doing, yeah. when I was supposed to be doing it, and then, like, someone else ended up okay. doing the thing I had been told Let's I was supposed this to way. do.
1: And it was meaningful for me because it was my first ever spiral dance. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's what made it meaningful for me. So but it was a fucking long oh, spiral dance. So, so here's my
2: question, though. So you all did this, Rit. And then the next day, we had the closing rate of MPM, which called back to that ritual in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So was the ending ritual more poignant because you had been at the other one? Or do you think it would have been fine without it? (sighs) That's hard to say. Ah, see? Like I'm asking big questions Yeah. Big car questions.
0: Big car questions.
2: BCQ.
1: (laughs) I think that it had meaning because... Even though there were kind of competing goals in that, in that ritual that we're discussing, there was an overarching theme that the final writ embraced. And so because of that overarching theme, it worked. But I think if there had not been this compete, a competition of, of goals.
0: Yeah. In that ritual. That first writ was a Frankenstein's ritual. Yeah, it okay. was,
1: the final writ would have been and more the, meaningful. And the final writ
0: was killing Victor in Antarctica. Yeah. And so it was cathartic. It was, yeah. But also, I know how we got here. Yeah. <laughs> but also, But
1: also, I do think it, it plucked the basic it, theme. And, and of, made it of work. one
2: of them, I yeah. think. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah of one it of really
0: them. It really, it did sort of focus, it, right. it embraced the, 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 the fu- goal that I think had been sort of, that eventually the rest of the participants of the first ritual like latched onto. Right, right. Yeah.
2: right. And yeah. I think, and just so everybody knows, like the first ritual was done by two BNPs, mm-hmm. so big name pagans. Yeah. Um, and the, Final, the ending ritual was really not. It was done by a yeah, no, person just, uh,
1: who's like Someone a, who was local, who yeah. was visiting. Well, yeah,
2: who was back in the yeah, area. Right, yeah, back in the area.
1: But so a very local. But right. who did a very nice job. Yes, yeah. yeah, I, oh, the, yeah. Although, the ending we ritual are, I loved. But, but we are but going had, to, but there were some people who said it was not accessible for right, people right. who were in wheelchairs yep. or who. right.
0: There was um, a lot of running. Yeah, there was a lot of running. But there was that but there was a spiral dance as well in yeah. the first ritual, which isn't yeah. super successful either. Exactly. Right, yeah.
2: So And uh, did that one happen on grass as well? the first No, one? it happened no.
0: on concrete. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. made so, the spiral dance more difficult.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, so I think, you know, there were you know, I I'm not criticizing that that final writ. I thought it was beautiful and I loved what the the leader was attempting to do to bring the yeah. theme Together. And I think he helped to bring the theme together. Yep, honestly. <laughs> because there was so much chaos in that initial Okay, that initial.
0: So thing. it was a good to I'm, rever- I'm
2: gonna reverse the question. Okay. Does the first ritual uh mean more now that you've had the second ritual,
1: the it's, ending?
0: I genuinely think so. I yes. think it did. I think, yeah. I think it needed I, that resolution. It, right. it it needed
1: that resolution and I think that leader of that final writ did a good job yeah. in
0: bringing a resolution. Especially so since he again was improving.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah.
0: Because he was asked last minute.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So this is another thing to bear in mind. Ritual. Doing a ritual last minute. Really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, we and would can,
2: never do one. No, last not minute. last
0: minute. And, and, it, and I'm going to need at least a week <laughs> because it creates. We're going to
2: need thirty days. Yeah. We don't build anything. Like,
0: like yeah. yeah. But
2: right, here's, but the thing.
1: here's the thing, though. I think I understand why people request this last minute. Because they think, ooh, good idea. We've got these people. They've got experience. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really honor the experience of those people because it's putting them into a really chaotic situation. Right, yeah. That yeah.
0: they were not prepared that for. That they were yeah. not
1: prepared for. Yep. And they can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're experienced. Right. But what is but lost? But it's really
0: unfair, yeah. It's
1: unfair to the right. person who's <laughs>
0: creating the And it's the unfair ritual. to all the
1: participants. Exactly. Yeah. Because it takes something that could be amazing and makes it okay. It yeah. makes it mundane. Yeah. In it's some fine. ways. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. It yeah. worked. But it could have worked so much better if people had had more time in planning. Yeah. So I think that is definitely something to consider. For people who are putting together events. Yeah. yeah. And have someone in, in like for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe someone backs out I think or something. That, I think
0: whoever was supposed to do that ritual that was for that time slot wasn't able to attend. Yeah, and I mean those those things happen.
1: Those things happen. Right. And sometimes you do have to wing it. Yeah. But if you can at all, yeah. have someone able to plan in advance, allow them the space and the time to do that. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so the next two sections are ritual personnel and ritual content. And it calls back to the original eight Yes. And just says, okay, who's, who's doing this and what will they do and how will it be done? What will be used? will others help? Will it be freestyle or will it be uh,
0: scripted? scripted? Yeah. yeah, We went with the script. We went with we the are, script. Yeah, we
2: are definitely scripted.
0: Which, yeah. yeah, and you don't have to be, like I said, nope. but that's the ritual who we are leader for that, for that final ritual improv the entire yep. thing. And, and it was great. And did a great job. Yep. yep. Um, we are not those people. We're no. not
1: those people.
2: Thanks to our Tiger Solanox for introducing us to Weavers of the Web and Interfaith Pagan ATC, Aquarian Tabernacle Church, organization based in Lansing, Michigan. Weavers of the Web is a public Wiccan church that aims to be family-friendly, supportive, and informative with the goals of ensuring that no one ever has to be alone in their spiritual needs. Weavers is currently raising funds for the down payment on a property which will allow them to expand their current network of resources. During social distancing, you can find them online at Weaversoftheweb.org, or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash WeaversATC. Weavers is also holding regular Zoom meetings, online rituals,
1: and Discord discussions during this time.
0: Yep. There you go. And they have a lot of regular events happening.
1: Exactly. And they have they have a really great mission. I mm-hmm. think what they're doing is awesome. Yeah.
2: So the next thing is actually a sketch or a layout of the area you're going to be in. Yeah.
0: Yes. Which, which I, I think is wish,
2: super important. Which
0: I wish we had had. What we ended up doing to practice ours was rearranging our living room. Right. Yep. <laughs> to try and estimate where like tables and chairs would be.
2: And then when we got to the actual space, which we knew, uh huh. We still had to. to yeah, mm-hmm.
0: we had to run through we yeah. had to move everything and and yep. run, ran run through through it through it, it all again in the actual yep. space to make sure we knew where everything was. Yep. So I wish so, we had had a late.
2: Yep. And then there's an after the ritual complete this section to help you remember refine and improve for future rituals. Yes.
1: Yep.
2: So basically just goes through the different parts of it and then says, what happened at this ritual? What do we need to do for the next one? Mm -hmm. And that's a good place for you to take feedback from other people. Mm Yep. What were the most memorable parts of the ritual for you? Right. Right? Because there's,
0: there is, you as
2: the leader, there is a part of it that meant the most to you. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, there definitely was in the one we did. Mm -hmm. I think that can say the same for both of you all. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, what were the most memorable parts of the ritual for your guests or participants? Ask them.
0: Yes. Yep. Don't just assume. Right. Yep. Based on how they reacted. Yep.
2: So what worked and what didn't, and how can you improve it the next time based yep. on all the different parts of the ritual? This is
0: where you note down all your mistakes.
2: Yep. Okay. <laughs> right. What lessons did you learn from this ritual?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Where not to fuck up the next time? And then other notes. So that's it. That's the whole kit and caboodle of that particular sheet. It is online on our Facebook Facebook group under the file section. You can also find it at apath.org, and there's a link to it there.
0: It's a it's a
1: really nice little worksheet. Yeah, it is a it nice is. worksheet. And remember, I'm going to say it one more time. You can use what parts work for you. Yes. You do not have to go through the whole thing, but there is a lot of value.
0: It's just going to make it easier for you mm-hmm. to think about these,
1: especially things. especially your first time through. Mm-hmm. This so will when you don't really know what you need to include. Exactly, need. exactly.
2: Yep. So we included all parts of this ritual worksheet yeah. in our ritual, but we based it on
0: the, AD, the yeah, adf
2: yeah. core order
0: loosely very loosely <laughs> we chopped loosely. up the core order reorganized the parts we wanted and threw out the rest
2: mm-hmm. do we want to go through all the supplies that we had just so people yeah, can understand yeah just
0: so people can get a get a uh, sense uh, 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 of how of how much we overdid it yeah. <laughs> all right.
2: so we had an outdweller altar
0: yes which outside. was outside the shop
2: we had an outdweller offering dish on top of that altar yep we had a cleansing table which which had a water-cleansing vessel and a fire-cleansing vessel. Yep. Which, Mm -hmm. oddly enough, we used symbolry.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, and that was outside the ritual room, but inside the shop.
2: Yep, and a nice towel to dry your hands on. Yep. And we knew which table we were going to use and from where. Yep. We had a kindred-offering altar that was in the front of the room that had statuary... Of our gods and a spear for Lou, offering dish for Lou, holding areas for other offerings Mm -hmm. that the participants wanted to place, and flowers. Yes,
1: from our From our our
2: home altar, yep. Yep. And then in the center of the room, we set up the land, sea, and sky altars. So that had (laughs) well vessel, a silvering quarter because we wanted to silver the well, Mm -hmm. lucky bamboo for the tree. Gwyn actually brought their cauldron and altar tile. We had land, sea, and sky bottles that we had a, a local artisan mm-hmm. made for us. Yep. Abundance candles, couple of loaves of bread that Gwen made.
0: Yep. And a gluten-free uh, loaf. Yep. That I
1: purchased. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was purchased.
2: Two goblets of water, fruit, ale, loo bread.
0: Distinct from the other three yep, loaves so of bread, yep. I made that too. Yes. Yep.
2: <laughs> and a I'm knif- a uh, knife.
0: Yes, and then. Gwen had to wear specific regalia yep. because she was going to be working with Hakati. I wore my ritual jewelry. Carr brought his staff, yep. and we needed a horn. A horn, yeah. Right, a horn, yes.
2: And exuberant energy. Yes, right? yes. We actually
0: we wrote <laughs> that down. Yeah, because <laughs> we were like, remember that this is a ritual of celebration. Yeah,
2: not for us, for other people. And that's right. And then our briefing purpose, which we read—I
0: think right. I read, yeah—you read, you read that. So
2: I read this to all the participants that were going to be which part is why of it. I wrote
0: it. two and a half pages long. And it's, it's two and a half pages long. long. Yeah. Now,
2: keep in mind, this entire thing's about twenty-two pages. Um, That's but, the whole
0: ritual, yeah. But
2: it's in like sixteen point, so that I could read it without glasses on.
0: Right. We we've, we've made the <laughs> the print very large, so yeah. we wouldn't have to hold the binders up to our faces. Right. Yep. And then the briefing, the or the purpose reading. Was to tell people what the point was. So it was yep, to tell people yep. the goal and the theme. It was to, I wanted to tell everyone what we were going to be doing, mm-hmm. so that everyone was prepared yep. for uh, everything that would be happening because it was going to
1: be slightly different. Yeah, yep. we were combining three different paths. Yeah. Yep. So, but we probably should have squished that down. It took a little long to read.
0: Yeah, it did. It did, and I wanted to tell everyone. I like, also
2: don't read really fast because right. I don't want to screw up when I'm reading in public.
0: Yeah, I wanted everyone to know all the gods we would be specifically hailing mm-hmm. in case there was anyone in there that they didn't work with and wouldn't work with, right? And they needed to exclude themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but it was a little long, and and I definitely should have condensed it. It was
2: it was long, but I think it was needed.
0: It was comprehensive. Yeah, yeah. it might have been too comprehensive. I don't. Know. <laughs> we'll d- we'll decide next time we run a ritual. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll
2: probably use this exact same format, format cuz it worked, really, worked well. really
0: well for us yeah So um,
2: then we invited people into the ritual space and I did a water and fire cleansing on them as they walked in
1: Yes Yep. so they would dip their hands in the water dry their dry their hands on the towel mm-hmm. and, and then and then they would waft the smoke over them and Carr would speak words as they did that Yep, yep.
0: I think while that was happening, yeah. Gwen was setting the sacred space. Yep. Um, actually, I think we did that after. Yeah, the, I think after everybody base. was okay, there. After everybody yeah. yeah. in, and then okay. I
1: set the sacred space,
0: which was something she did specifically with Hakati. So mm-hmm. yep. she set that space up. Then. Car and I opened,
1: well. well you I,
2: opened the Rainbow Bridge.
0: I, I called on Heimdall to open the Rainbow Bridge and Car.
2: Blew a horn. Blew
0: a horn for me at specified points. For symbolism reasons. Yep. And then you let- And Oed had a really
2: hard time not laughing when I blew the horn. <laughs> it was
0: Uh, funny. you did a good job with it though. It was good. And then, and then I led a short meditation, getting everyone into the space, and then we went into Hail. That's right. Yep. And we had a bunch of gods to hail. So Gwyn yep. hailed the Earth Mother. Mm-hmm. Then I hailed Ymir. Mm-hmm. Then Gwyn hailed Hecati, Brigid, and Frigga. Mm-hmm. Then I hailed Frigga and Freyr. And then the Outdwellers. Yes, and then we did the Outdwellers. And how we did this was Kar and Gwyn went outside to make the offerings to the Outdwellers. Mm-hmm. And while they did that, I said a hail to the Outdwellers and to the participants explaining what we were doing, basically, but in flower language.
1: (laughs) And it worked out really well, because by the time Ode finished, we had returned. We we timed
0: it several times in practice to see how long it would take to get out of the space, leave the offering, and get back in. And it was just about right if I read slowly. So I had to really time my reading on this so that they would be able to go out, leave the offering, and get back. back. And then we could proceed with the ritual without having to stop everything yeah. so that we could go do this thing outside did, the ritual space. We didn't want to lose the momentum. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then we had, and uh, we opened the floor to the hailing of uh, Other participants. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had a few people do that. And then Carr, because this was specific this Lunasaw ritual was specifically for Lou, Lou is his yep. party and Tube. We held their hails for the end yep. so sort of for the most impactful moment mm-hmm. and carded that and then we did a chorus. Because uh, we wanted our
1: participants to be able to to be involved
0: in, involved, in some involved. way. yep. yep. So yep. they were part of the chorus. Yep. yep. And so everyone at the beginning of the ritual received
1: a, a slip with a the, slip chorus, with on the chorus on it. little with the chorus
0: on it so that they would know what to say. Yep. And then we did the silvering of the well. So how the chorus works is Carr would read uh the silvering, putting of the incense on the fire, the watering of the lucky bamboo, and between those segments we would signal the participants to read the chorus. <laughs> and we would read it with them. <laughs> and we would them. read yep. it with them, yeah. Then after that we did a bunch of offerings. Yes, we to... did. To, to the, the ancestors,
2: Kindred. to the spirits, and to the deities.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So I focused on the offerings to the ancestors. Gwyn did offerings to the spirits of nature. Yep. And Carr did the offerings to the shining ones. And then we did the invocation of Lou, which is, this was the main body yep. of the ritual. That's so the all of that stuff before, all the way up through offerings, was the setup. Yep. Yep. That was all preamble. Yes. So the real... Because this was Lou's party. This was the action of the ritual. Yep. The main purpose of the ritual, why we were there, was the, was the invocation of Lou. Carr read that, and it's... Page, page and a half, a page and a half probably, and in the process of reading that at appointed times, ale was poured for Lou, bread Bread was was offered, and
1: fruit was offered.
0: Yep. And Gwyn did the hallowing of the waters, and then distributed, started distributing the water, the cup. Mm-hmm. To participants. Mm-hmm. And
2: they had the choice of either drinking or touching yep. the cup.
0: And that's something we'd have to change we the have to right, buy yep. My,
2: yep. That's when you get those little cups for communion at churches. I'm
0: going to
2: love to go into a Christian bookstore and buy a bunch of communion cups for <laughs> a pagan ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking awesome.
0: And then I did the Hallowing of the Grain, which involved a spear. It's very
2: exciting. And paling a loaf of bread on a spear.
0: Yep. And then, uh, distributed the bread around well, I distributed one loaf of bread to the altar and yep. one loaf of bread to the participants. Correct. And then Carr did a final blessing. Yep. And we had a moment of silence. Then we did boasting, which is from my tradition. That's right. <laughs> uh, and we had to. We actually did a lot of debate about where in the.
2: Where to do the boasting? Where we in the, the ritual boasting. to
0: include that? Because there's obviously there's not a section for that really in the core order. No, uh-uh. this was an insert. Boasting. Yeah, so we did the boasting. I introduced the boasting.
2: Did the first one?
0: Explained. So I yeah I explained it. Then I did the first one to sort of give people an impression of what that looks like. But we combined
1: the boasting with an abundance. Charging the right. Yes. Charging, so, of boasting was charging the
0: candle. Yes. So we that had everybody Because, because for Gwyn, every ritual must have a spell.
1: That's right. So I would hand the, the candle to the person mm-hmm. doing the boasting, and they would put their energy of that boast into, into the, candle. the candle. Yep. yep.
2: And we had a lot of people do boasting.
0: Yes, yeah, way more than did invitations. Right, and yep. part
2: of that was I talked to a bunch of people pre and let them right, know and let that them know, hey, hey, hey,
0: this is where we're going hey, to about we're, this.
2: Right, yeah, think about this. I knew a couple of people who were heathens who were there mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I know you guys are going to be into this, so <laughs> and yeah. once you do it, other people will jump in. Uh-huh, so do it. Feel more, so, yeah. Yeah.
1: The boasting was really the way we raised energy. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. you could say that. Yeah, because people were encouraged to shout it out loud mm-hmm. and to be very. A firm in their yep. in their boast to
0: be strong because in their it was boasts, their intention yeah. being put into the candle. Yep.
2: Gwyn did we the
0: Gwyn read did The, the invocation for yep. the abundance spell, yep. and uh, we lit that candle. Yep. Let it start burning, and then Gwyn and I did omens mm-hmm. for the community, which is a, a piece of the core order. Yep. So I did a rune reading, and Gwyn pulled a Hakati card. Mm-hmm. Then Carr did the closing prayers. Gwynne did the thanks to the kindred that we had made offerings to, to so the spirits of the land, the ancestors, and the deities. And then while I read the thanks to the outdwellers, Carr and Gwyn went and made the second half of the payment to the outdwellers. That's right. And yep. again, by the time they got back, I had finished reading the thanks to the outdwellers, so we didn't lose that momentum again. Right. Mm-hmm. That was really, really important to us, was getting that timing down. Yep. Um because we've been to rituals before where there's there's a part dead, dead hap- space yeah where there's a part that happens outside the ritual space that only the leaders go and do and everyone else is just standing there waiting okay. for them to come back They're looking at each other uncomfortably like, are and we that's supposed to come here That's or?
2: frustrating for me just because not even ritual wise, but having a degree in broadcast journalism
0: yeah, dead, dead air. air is
2: bad Dead yep. air is
0: no good yeah. yeah came back. I did the thanks to Heimdall and the closing of the gate. And Kara, again, helped me with the horn, yep. and then Gwyn and I closed the sacred space, and we did that together yep. as sort of a combined thing where Gwyn was closing the sacred space yep. and doing it like silently. silently in her head while I was leading the participants through a reverse-guided meditation That's right. to take them out of the space... We had a musical signal where Carr beat his drum nine times to signal the end of the ritual. And then uh we opened up to, up to a feast. Yep. That's right. And even though it sounds
1: complicated, yeah. like I said, the, the whole thing, including the, the partaking Feasting of art. the feast,
0: maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a lot. And when you look at it all written down, it is a lot. Yeah. And there are a lot of words that you have to say. And that's mm-hmm. why we all had... Scripts, yeah. right? Because there was no way we were going to memorize all this. No, not at all. And even
1: written down, I still you know, like skip something. And, and you skipped a line somewhere. I skipped a line yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. like, your eye
0: just skipped over it. Yeah. yeah, it happens.
1: Yeah, yep. And you just move on.
0: But oh, overall, although it sounds like a lot, it wasn't as overwhelming to put on as I was expecting it to be. No, no. not at
2: all.
0: It was very meaningful. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, as
1: a as a leader. And then when I spoke to the people who participated, yep, they all good. said they enjoyed it. They, it was different for them because this was the first time they had been in a so ritual was that was syncreti- mm-hmm. syncretized between three different paths. Yeah, but they were all like, "Yeah, that was actually kind of cool."
0: <laughs> and and you can see there are the the very distinct ADF sort of yep. outline. Yep. Sure. Yep. You can you can see the core orders mangled skeleton in there. Yep. You can see the heathen <laughs> elements with especially the boasting. Yep. And Gwyn's like real big thing aside from everything she had to do for Hakati was mm-hmm. that she there needed to be a spell in it. Because yep. neither Car nor I were like, well, we don't we aren't really doing magic. And she was like, no, no, all rituals must have spells. That's so right. You're like, okay, we'll find a way to, <laughs> to put, a put a spell in spell it. Yep. We ended up that fusing, is. At, yeah, and we ended up fusing that with the boasting, and I think that was really really an interesting way to combine those elements. And I had
1: people telling me that that it was meaningful for them Mm -hmm. because it was an abundance spell. And so their, their boast, with how they were going to be empowering, that, empowering abundance. that abundance to come into their lives. Yeah. And so a lot of people said that they, they appreciated the combination of those elements. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it worked out really well for us. It
2: was a lot of fun to put on. It was. I, I enjoyed it tremendously. I hope um, we
1: can do it again sometime, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And actually the funny, one.
2: the funny thing is
1: or a different. Yeah. Not this um, one specifically, but just a, um, maybe original. a modification of this one. Yeah. yeah.
2: Next week or two weeks from now.
1: Oh yeah, it would have been. Yeah.
2: We, we were supposed to be in Connecticut at Harvest Gathering this teaching this, this yeah. Yeah. and then doing a ritual based on yeah. what yeah. people had come up with while we were teaching it. Yeah, But COVID, uh, but COVID happened. <laughs> yes, so that so got cancelled. We didn't go to Connecticut. But, but hopefully uh,
1: we'll get to do this sometime in the future, <laughs> maybe at MPF or, mm-hmm. you know, if they invite us to do something like yep. that or, you know, or any other ritual. I think we've all said that we would love at some point to to do either this one or another one again mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. we talked about teaching this class because I think it's important for people.
0: Although not in the upcoming year. No, not, right. not yeah. in not, not, not in twenty twenty
1: one, but yeah. beginning in twenty twenty two. Yes. Right. We when we would like again? when we're teaching again. We would like to teach this class and um show people that it is possible mm-hmm. to bring very different paths together yeah. in a meaningful ritual. It doesn't have to be uh, weird. It you know the deities did not fight one another. Oh my gosh,
0: yeah, there were uh, there were uh-huh. definitely people who were like, I didn't know you could combine deities from different pantheons in one circle. I was like, yeah, it's not. They were right, fine yeah. with
1: and, it. and I guarantee you there would be people who were like, "You are
0: insane," blah 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 blah. It's like, fight, <laughs> but, well, it but they didn't. But so. they didn't, and it worked fine yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah yep. There was no quarrelling. There was every, no like the weird part- mishmash energy. Nope. Yeah,
1: no, everything yeah. was very focused. Very the I felt like the entire. Experience was blessed,
2: mm-hmm. honestly. I think we called five different pantheons, and then. I think
1: that there were three. Well,
0: we called the Celtic, we uh-huh. called the Norse. The Norse. The Norse. We called the Greek, uh-huh. and we called the. Yeah. And then Earth Mother. So, so. Yeah.
1: So really. Three th-
0: and a half. Right. Because yeah. the Earth Mother isn't defined to any specific. No, the Earth right, Mother is. The but
2: Mario, then we had. Baby. Other people call Yeah, other people deities calling dates were... from
0: different... I think we had a Hellenic deity yeah. called. We, yeah. <laughs> we had Loki. We had Loki called, obviously. Right. We had, I think, an Egyptian. But it was a good ritual, and we it had, was. like I said, good feedback on it. And it wasn't as complicated as I thought it would be. Nope. Right. Even though, like, and I know, I I know describing because, it, it still sounds complicated, but... But I think that's because
2: we planned it out the whole time. So we knew going in exactly what everybody was going to say, where mm-hmm. they were going to be, what they mm-hmm. were going to do. And that made it go a whole lot smoother than if yeah, we just tried to wing it.
0: Yeah, because well, we wrote this ritual probably two weeks before. Yep. And then we spent... Like, the three days leading up to the ritual, mm-hmm. practicing it, mm-hmm. um, running through our lines. We revised our script several times as we were running through lines and discovering, like, oh, no, this doesn't work. That doesn't work. I can't say these words in this order. Right. <laughs> um, so we revised the script a couple of times, and we practiced it in our living room. Mm-hmm. We practiced the full ritual in our living room, I think, three times. Yep. And then we practiced it, we went to the space, we set it up, we got there like three hours early. Yeah. We went to the space, set it up, and then ran through the whole ritual once. With no one there. And timed it. Yeah. Um, and
1: or squeaky is saying, I've said it before, but when I was first learning, I found a lot of resources that were like, never mix pantheons. Yeah, that's true. You'll still find those resources. Yeah. I just saw someone who I respect and admire very much making fun of somebody who was calling on multiple deities Which because I, that's, I, that's tradition as far as people are concerned. But I'm just, all we're saying is that in our experience, when we do ritual together, and we we led, you know, we've done ritual together privately. We've done ritual now publicly, mm-hmm. mixing our pantheons
0: yeah. and our and paths. It's, it's never been a problem. And it's for
1: never us. been a problem for us. Yes. I've and never,
0: never had, not, I, like, I've never had them fight. I've no. never had them not show up. Yeah. I've never had the energy be weird. I've never had, like, the, I've never had any of the horror stories people talk. And the the other thing I've noticed is a lot of people. Do not mention what the problem is with mixing pantheons. They'll just say don't do it. And they won't like explain oh, well here are the consequences of doing it. And yeah. I'm ninety-nine percent sure it's because there are no consequences from doing and, it.
1: And I think that it's just tradition, honestly. I, I, I yeah. think it's
0: just tradition. Tradition and tradition. what people have
1: mm-hmm. believed.
0: I mean, there may be a few tradition. there may be there may be a few specific deities who don't have good relationships. Yeah. But that's also true within Pantheons. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. So
1: we are just saying what our experience has been. We're not saying you have to mix pantheons. We're not saying that you have to mix traditions. We're just saying it is possible. It's it's easy.
0: It's easy. Like it's not even difficult. It's exactly the same amount of difficulty. Some like calling on Mm -hmm. multiple deities from multiple pantheons as it is calling on multiple deities from one pantheon. It's a 100% the exact same experience.
1: I work with with three different pantheons. Yeah, and I've worked with all those deities. In Mm -hmm. one ritual, my, on my own personal ritual, and I've never had an issue. Yeah.
0: So, that's, that's a big one we're always gonna be on about is, you 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 don't feel, don't, there's no problem with mixing. And yes,
1: there's gonna be 99.9% of other pagans and witches who are gonna say, those people are fucking crazy! (laughs) You know, and it's whatever. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've never, I've never had even a single problem. No. It's possible, it's easy, it's not, I, I don't understand the drama. Yep. There shouldn't be drama about this, is what yep. I'd say. Anything else we want to talk about with this?
1: No, I think we've covered all of the points. The the, the main thing I think that we're trying to say is if you are going to lead a ritual, yeah. you can, especially if it is your first, take the time to get it sorted, write it out, know what you're gonna say. Don't be afraid to stand up there with a notebook and your and your lines in no one's front of gonna,
0: you. Yeah. No one's going to judge you for bringing your script.
1: I have, you know, our, our dear friends who are part of coven, who lead a coven, two groups, you know, one is a coven. I think one is a coven and one is the OTO. Mm-hmm. They all use scripts
0: because they have lots, of, lines they have lots, lots of words to
1: say. So don't be ashamed or afraid to use notes, you know, to have your script in front of you, now, but also be prepared so that it can go as smoothly as possible. And then, be okay when it doesn't.
0: Be okay. Be prepared. I would also say be confident. Yeah. Cause that's be the one thing that can really sour a ritual in my experience yep. is an, is a, an indecisive or a hesitant ritual leader. Uh,
1: yeah. I want
2: to say the one thing that, uh, Paul from Arts and Craft, uh-huh. go to artsandcraft.com to buy stuff, <laughs> said to me when we first left was, you're the first people that have come in here and done their first live ritual in front of other people that I could actually hear.
0: Mm-hmm. Meaning yes.
2: that, like, he we was projected. out working.
0: Kai Kai was saying in uh, the chat, and be audible. Yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And we we tend to, we're definitely over actors. Yes. So. Uh, and we've tell. all been
0: in choir, so we all know how to project from the diaphragm. Right, exactly.
2: Yep. All very much a for, very well projected, very... Uh-huh.
0: Very performed. Uh,
2: Very performed. performed. Yeah.
0: I will say this. Yes,
1: when we were leading this ritual, because it was (laughs) our first ritual that we were leading in public Mm -hmm. for a group, not just our family. I was incredibly nervous. Oh yeah. But when you get up there and you just you are like, I am doing this to honor my gods. I want to be put my best foot and my best voice forward, and if I fuck it up,
0: they'll understand. And, and just do the thing with confidence. Right. Yeah, I was I was nervous before the ritual, mm-hmm. but honestly, once the ritual oh, once started, got I got going. into the swing of it. Oh,
1: well, the energy was yeah. so well, beautiful. It was great energy, and I felt like everybody was. Really
0: into, and it helps that we had practiced, so, right. so I knew what my lines were and where I was supposed to stand. Exactly,
1: <laughs> and it, it just—it it was beautiful. It was a beautiful ritual. Mm-hmm. I was—I was very honored to—to to have been part of it and to help create it. For me,
2: I have always had basically stage amnesia. Hmm. So if yeah. I'm on a stage mm-hmm. in any semblance of that and have a part of being seen by a crowd,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'll walk off the stage mm-hmm. and say. What did I say?
0: Right. Because, because so I have no
2: clue yeah. because yeah. I'm so in the moment. And a lot of times, especially when I was doing like band announcing and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. at major festivals and those kind of things, mm-hmm. like it's completely off the cuff. Like I have no idea you're what the hell woman, I'm going to yeah. say until I walk out to the microphone and start talking and, and then, you then it comes never out. And
0: will know until unless someone records it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Anytime
1: I've ever done any kind of public speaking, I've, that's always what's happened. You just go out, speak what you know, speak from your heart. And then you're gone. Have no, absolutely no
0: idea what I've said. Yeah. But, but you said it with conviction. But you said it with conviction. And that's the thing. Yep. This is when I talk about confidence. You have yep. to bring conviction to a ritual. Yeah. An indecisive ritual leader is the worst. Yep. Yeah. Someone who's mumbling. And you can't hear them. Or you can't hear them or... They just look really uncertain yeah. about what they're doing. This is why I say like, if you fuck up, just keep going. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so,
1: so be, you know, practice. Yep. Re, you know, practice what you're going to do. Be confident in how you say it. Read from your script. Yep. It's okay. You can read from the script. These don't have to be memorized. And then just remember you are honoring your deities. You are honoring the people who are spirits. participating with you, yep. yeah. the spirits. And then just, just go for it. Yeah. Just go for it. It's an it's an act of service. You can think of it that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. It's an act of service to your deities and to your participants.
2: Yeah. To yeah. your
1: group. To your yeah. group. You are serving them in this, and so you want to bring. And you're
0: providing an experience. And for you're them.
1: providing an experience, so you want to bring your best.
0: Yep.
2: yep. I agree. Yep. I think that's it.
1: Yeah, I think that's so. it. All right. All right. Let's.
2: So see. I have to end this thing. Yes, right?
1: you do. You do. So
2: if you want to know more about us, you can find us on Facebook. No, they can't. You can find us on Twitter. No. You can find individuals of us on Instagram.
0: Not, well, maybe. hypothetically. You, hypothetically. <laughs> definitely no, Gwen,
2: me. Gwen, Gwen is definitely on Instagram. I'm not necessarily. You can find individuals of us on TikTok.
0: That's Not true. me at all. Especially not, me. One.
2: You can find
1: individuals of us on Patheos. Mm-hmm. That, well, we're technically, <laughs> technically, it's supposed to be all three of us. I have
0: like two blogs on there. But,
1: yeah, I, I that, have that, one. That yeah. would be,
2: that would be me. Hey, I posted a blog.
1: But, yeah, I edited it.
2: That's <laughs> completely beside the point. I posted a damn blog. It's got my name on it. That's and it's it, under three pagans and it counts. An <laughs> it counts. Alright. Uh, Otherwise, yes. And you to can find, find all us. of that, you just have to go to Google yeah. and type in the number three. Pagans and a cat,
0: and you'll find his name,
2: and it will all appear to you magically.
0: On several pages, oddly
2: enough,
1: <laughs> appropriate, appropriately, and, or you could just go to 3 dot Right, we have the number. You
0: three. could do that, pagans and a cat dot number three.
2: Pagans and a cat
0: or you can just find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right. right. It's just, everywhere. Just search. It's on three. all the things. And you to the uh,
2: thank you oh, to all of our, our listeners for 600,000 yes, downloads. Oh my
0: God. Did we finally get there? Yes. We, yep, we just. 600,000 downloads in three years now? Uh, not weird. even. Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half, and yeah. half years. Yeah, yep. so. so two
2: and a half years. Yeah. We hit our 600,000 downloads. Yeah. Wow. So and the, thank you to all our listeners for that.
1: I do also want to say, you know, my family had a tragedy last yeah, week. Yeah, yes. And it has been a very hard week for me, especially. So I want to say thank you to all those who sent their energy, their their warmth, their love, their words of, of comfort, uh, not only on the Facebook page, but on, you know, on the on blog Discord post and, and, and the Discord. Yeah. And cause I, I did write a blog post about m- what I was feeling the other day. And so it just really meant a lot. And so thank you for... Always, just being who you are, being the pride. We love yep. you. Yeah, the yeah, pride, we really, the, really do love the pride. Love the pride. Really
0: supported us, and we yeah. really love you guys. We, yeah. we
1: really love you. So
2: it's, thank you. It's not just support of us. You all support each other as well. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, the yeah, the 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 Facebook, yeah, the Discord and the Facebook, yeah.
0: the Pride is always like answering each other's questions. We love yeah. that. We, it's, you guys are a great community. You guys are a yeah. wonderful
1: community. So if
0: you listen to the podcast and you're not active in the Facebook or the Discord, you can get a lot of great advice just from other members of the Pride there. Uh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. We really encourage you to take part in either one of those groups because the Pride is amazing. Yep. And yep.
2: I would say that for the most part, you know, other than maybe Finn. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> leave Gw-Gwen Finn Gw-Gwen alone. Gw-Gwen we Gw-Gwen love Finn. Gwen and
2: I... Uh, feel like the pride are our kids. And Ode feels like the pride's a sibling.
1: Yep, yep. And yep. so, um. And Finn says, fuck you, Car." <laughs> I knew he would. So, um. Finn has been one of our, our, he is, I think, one of our yeah, longest Yeah. yeah. as yep. far as, he's been with us almost from the beginning.
2: We really do love you guys. We love how you take care of each other. We love mm-hmm. how you take care of us. Yeah. Yep. We can't thank you enough. Uh, expect. Whole, all kinds of new stuff coming from us. You never know what could happen. I'm not
1: saying nothing because we keep telling them we we tease uh-huh. them the shit and then nothing and then we, happens. We don't do
0: it, yeah.
2: yeah, but so I don't just said all kinds of new stuff. I, I didn't, didn't say what it was.
0: I didn't <laughs> specify, no, you're I didn't specify
2: shit. That. I didn't specify shit. We're I'm not always... going to specify shit.
1: <laughs> no, he says it. And then we're like, ah,
0: All <laughs> kinds of new
2: stuff coming. I'm not going to fucking tell you what it is. When it appears, you'll fucking know it.
0: Or, or us. All right. we, don't know exactly. we have no clue. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>